Okay, go with me here. I don't think you're listening to this episode by chance. I think you're here today because you need to hear the message I'm about to tell you. This already sounds a little kooky. We're starting off Tuesday show a little bit kooky. Bear with me here. There's something that's happened three times in my life that's brought me to this one message, and I feel like I'm supposed to tell you this today. Wow, weird, right? Let's get into the show. And if you're new, this <laughs> go with me here, okay? Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast I do with my mom every single day. And we're glad you're here. In case you don't know, we got three principles. It's live, laugh, and love your mom. And I want to introduce you to my, oh, if you're like, what, what does that mean? We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, who is my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, go with me here because this is – I actually learned this from Gina, my old radio co-host, and now I'm trying to be a little tuned into it. You ever heard of angel numbers? No. So angel numbers are kind of a spiritual thing, and I know this podcast is starting off so weird, but just go with me here. Okay. Um, I um, Basically, anytime you see a repetition of three numbers, that's an angel number, and if you keep seeing those three – repetitions that's supposed to be a message you're supposed to be getting from your spirit from your from god from whoever okay so whenever you see three numbers over and over and over again it's like it's like angels in theory is sending you a message right okay so i had a bill last week 222 dollars, right and i was like what well, i didn't really think about anything of it right uh last night i rolled over and looked at the at the time it was 2 22 a.m and i was like that's interesting again not putting the two together but then i sat down to record this podcast and we're at pod. This is episode number two hundred and twenty-two, and I'm like, really? Okay, it's weird, right? Like, it's wow. a too many two, two, two situations to where I haven't done this in a while. I haven't done this in a while, so I'm like, maybe, maybe there's a message today, and I don't know if this message is for me or this message is for somebody else. Probably for me because I keep seeing it, but I'm like, maybe the reason that you're here today too is to hear this message. <laughs> I don't know. I've been isolated for a long time, so go with me here. <laughs> Uh, so then I look up, I say, so what does 222 mean in angel numbers? And by the way, if you ever see a series of three numbers, you can always just Google like those three numbers, spiritual meaning, and it'll, it'll give it to you. So okay. um, it's supposed to mean that God will heal your broken heart. Okay. So seeing oh. 222 is a message about love. It could be a sign that you've had your heart broken in the past. The pain you felt after a breakup was so bad, and now you are more proactive about who you let into your heart, right? Uh, who, uh, When you're around your friends and your family, you are very social. Uh, you're easy to talk to and extroverted, yet other times you're very reserved, quiet, and tired. When you meet someone new, it takes time before they become part of your inner circle of friends. They need to earn your trust first. You are selective of who gets to know the real you. Um, the same can be said for your romantic relationships. Your heart has been broken too many times, and you cannot bear to think about going through another painful breakup. Although you might not realize it, your guardian angel has been sent down to protect you and guide you in a new direction. God made a promise to us so long ago and uh, called a covenant that he would not harm us. Seeing 222 is a clear sign that God is about to heal your broken heart. He wants Aww. you to open your heart to love and to shine your light for others. If you're in a relationship, which, I mean, this isn't for me, but this may be somebody that need to hear this message today. Seeing yeah. 222 could be a sign of renewed love. You're about to experience a burst of new energy and deep love for your partner. Simply put, 222 is a message from your guardian angel to open up your heart. So, wow. I love that's that. That's interesting, right? I think that fits you. 
I don't, it's weird. It's, it, it, I just keep seeing, and then I'm like, oh my god, is there? Wow. Uh, is this like? Are we on the verge of something happening? I don't know. Mm. So here is uh, here's the number two thing. It says you will find your soulmate. Mm. Uh, if you've been searching for your soulmate, angel number two 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 is a sign that you've met uh, that you'll you will meet that you will meet the love of your life soon. Mm. On the other hand, if you're in a relationship, two 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 is is clear confirmation that you've already found your soulmate. Uh, so that means that, and then it also means you, di- you deeply care about others mm. and, um, it kind of goes into some more spiritual stuff. But anyway, I thought it was wow. interesting that I keep seeing two, two, two everywhere I go. Mm. So be cognizant mm-hmm. of that. Be like, when you're just looking around and you just happen to see three numbers in a row, uh-huh. maybe, and I don't know, this is too weird and spiritual. Sometimes spirituality stuff goes a little too crazy for me. And this is one of those where I'm like, really? Hmm. Um, but I don't, yeah, me, my soulmate. wonder what Mystic Michaela would think about that. I don't know. We haven't talked to Michaela in a while. I don't know yeah. what she would think about all that. I might need to call her up. I don't know who would be my soulmate that I would meet unless it, uh, she was delivering an Amazon package. I don't know that I would... <laughs> Actually, well, need you know, these things happen when we least expect them. <laughs> That'd be a real story. But it I has to be the same three numbers, right? Same three numbers, yeah. right? Right. So it's How, like if, wow. you, if you keep seeing a repetition of three numbers, that mm. could be a sign. Mm. Um, I don't know where in the world I would meet my soulmate right now, mm. unless it's Jess <laughs> or my boss <laughs> Tom. I don't. I don't think I'm going to meet my. My soulmate anytime soon. I just don't even know how that would happen. You just need to keep your heart and mind open. I'm trying. I'm trying. They're going to appear at just the right time. Yeah. So I hear. So I've been told. Yes, you've been told. Um, I got a question because my mom, my mom brought up something funny a couple seconds ago, and I don't know how many people are like this, or if this is just maybe an old person thing. I think it'd be interesting to have a conversation about this and note your age and your demographic of of if you do act this way, because I just don't know if this is an old person thing to do. Um, mom, what did you realize about yourself today? Oh, that my relationships now have turned into the people that work at Ingalls. <laughs> Which is a grocery pri- store. my primary relationships other than your dad. <laughs> my mom said she my mom said she went through Ingalls today and she knows she knows like most people she connects with and knows them by first name. That's right. I do. Is, I mean that's who I talk to. It, people at the grocery store that's the only people that she has contact and now she feels like she's friends with these people like who mom tell me their names and, and what they do at ingles okay so in the bakery we have ray vicky okay. and Teresa. okay and we have judy and tom are the managers and for cashiers we have melanie and Lori. and for uh the bag boys we have connor and his brother's name is cody <laughs> That's Wait, is mine. His, does his brother Can work I, there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know he worked there. You just yeah, literally knew his brother's there. name. And their family doesn't shop at Ingalls because it costs too much. That makes me sad. They were the ones that I that I tip when they take out my distilled water to the car. Oh yeah. You know nine <laughs> people's name at the grocery store, Mom. You I realize think, that? Like does, do. does that and, and they know mine? Hi, Nancy. <laughs> I'm just you. I'm curious how many people listening right now know somebody at a place that you just do business. I'm not talking about like, like a like a grocery store, a restaurant, and you know them by name. 
Because I don't know that I do. I mean, I there used to be a when I lived in Phoenix, there was a chicken teriyaki bowl place that I would go to every day for lunch. And her name, the owner's name was Lynn. And there's another woman that works there. I forget her name now. Um, but I knew them because I literally went there almost every single day day yeah. for lunch yeah but i couldn't tell you one person that works over at the harris teeter or the, <laughs> the whole foods like i couldn't tell you i couldn't tell you one person you know well, maybe because i go to ingles at least three or four times a week and, <laughs> and it's really it's really the only place i go on a regular basis yeah. so i mean what are you gonna do it's quarantine right yeah you talk to I'd people be, people talk to you <laughs> I, i'd be i'd be genuinely curious on whose name you know that is like not an actual friend of yours that you know through like a restaurant or through a a, a grocery store or a st- establishment that you frequent often um if you got a story about that you want to call us or text us 888 kramer 8 um i don't think that most people that aren't old do that. I feel oh, like it's probably like a senior me out. some of you 30 year olds please call in <laughs> That oh, might be a senior God. citizen thing to do where <laughs> you comment on, uh, I know you know people's names, <laughs> you know, well, you know, what's so funny is that I, that's kind of how I feel here in, in a weird sense, because I, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really know anybody. And so yes. the only people that I really keep up with are people on like in the news. And yes. so when it comes to our, um, our local government, like our mayor or uh-huh. our governor, like uh-huh. I feel like I know them because it's literally <laughs> the only people that I have to like keep up with right now, like what they're saying, what they're doing. Uh-huh. And so I feel this weird connection that they're- like, I'm like, they're, they're like my friends, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> You know them intimately. Yeah, because the only people that I'm really focusing on with all the COVID stuff every day, we're usually talking about something that the mayor or the governor said. And so that's like, I'm literally, then like something else will happen or like I started following our governor on Instagram because now I'm like emotionally invested with this man. I'm like, wait, what's wrong with me? I'm like, oh, look, his, him and his wife did this thing. I'm like, that's cool. Like, what? It's the freaking governor. Why do I care about this? <laughs> well, if our plumber has to come too many more times to repair the faucet in my bathroom, I think that we'll probably have them over for dinner after COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Because he loves to hang around and chat, and we're getting to know we're getting to know Johnny the plumber pretty well. That's good. (laughs) What's the latest with that? By the way, did the part ever show up? (laughs) The hose came today. Okay. And Johnny's coming by tomorrow night. Real quick, after he finishes his job. Real quick backstory behind this is that, in case you haven't been listening the last couple episodes, is that my my dad broke the faucet. He, he tried to fix it himself, broke the faucet. Well, the faucet's like old and like can't be replaced. It just happened, though, that my mom's friend randomly had one. Like, that's a weird story, but <laughs> I don't so know. Bizarre. Uh, but but it was missing a part, so then they had to try to order this one part, and it was going to be all crazy and whatever. So at least the part is there. How much this whole thing cost you so far now? Oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, for the faucet, it was $350, but I don't know how much the labor is going to be. I mean, the guy's been over there how many times to look at it now? <laughs> Three. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Thank God he lives close by, though. That's why I say he might become a friend. Yeah, and, and, I might have to. and he's lived here all his life, and we've learned 
so many interesting facts about Lake Lanier that we would have never known. See, there's the, the upside, if you will, of the situation. That's of the broken right. Faucet, exactly. you know? <laughs> We're so um, desperate wanna... to talk to people. I know. That's how I feel <laughs> now, too. I typically crazy. wouldn't be one to, like, stand in the lobby and talk to people. No. But, like, I literally my only friends here are people that work here in my I building. So. And I remember I used to go to the grocery store forever, see the same people and you know, maybe <laughs> smile at them, but wouldn't have a clue what their name was or yeah. know anything about their lives. Now, not only do I know their names, I know their life stories. Yeah. And their brothers you know? and everything. Yeah, yeah it's a exactly. Lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, I, I want to play a call back from, we started talking yesterday in our little catch up show in case you missed yesterday's show. We just did like a little half show because it was president's day and I wasn't sure how people were going to be listening. And, um, I, uh, was mentioning that target drive up. I, I didn't know if you're supposed to tip or not. And Amber, who's one of our, my favorite listeners over in Atlanta. Oh yeah. Yeah. She used to be in a situation. Listen to this call. Hey, Kramer, it's Amber in Atlanta. Um, I'm calling about the tipping at grocery stores specifically in stores, Target, etc. Um, I used to be a retail manager for a million years. So if you're going to do it, most people will take it. Um, but you need to do it discreetly and off camera. So outside. Um, or, you know, if they're helping you to start a car or whatever, just make sure no managers are watching because most retail Retailers have a policy that those employees can lose their job for accepting quote-unquote gifts. So just be careful if you do it. They will be super appreciative. Most of them, you know, make $8 an hour or whatever here in Georgia anyway. Um, so they, they, most people will take it. Some will refuse. But I always turn a blind eye to it as a manager because I know that they were struggling. Um, but there are policies in place against it. So just be careful of cameras in the stores. So basically, if you're going to do it, like just do it low key because they can actually get in trouble for taking the money. Oh, that's, so yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. It's not really part of the uh, the equation to do yeah. it. I don't, know. I don't know that I'm going to tip. I don't know. And not because I don't want to tip. Yeah. Uh, I found myself tipping more in the pandemic. I just never have cash. And there's yeah. by no means I'm going to stop by the bank and get, and get cash out to then tip a person that brings my shaving cream to my car. I you did. Know? <laughs> when I started doing Kroger checklist, I would go to the ATM and then I would go and cash the twenties and get all fives. And then well, I would leave a five in the back. You're just a guardian angel mom. Yeah, I know. I'm just so I, perfect I ex- and flawless. You're just, you're just the every best. Way and every I would way. expect nothing less out of you. <laughs> I'd be disappointed if you didn't actually. I wouldn't know what to do. You're like, I didn't tip that person. I'm like, wow, that's, that's strange. <laughs> All right. Let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. This is from Franklin Thomas. And I rejoiced in just reading this. One day our descendants will think it incredible that we paid so much attention to things like the amount of melon in our skin or the shape of our eyes or our gender instead of the unique identities of each of us as complex human beings. Mm-hmm. Will that yeah. not be a great day? Yeah. I mean, I'm, how many years do you think it will take really for that to happen? You know, what's funny, I was thinking about this the other day because we're, we're focusing a lot on Black History Month on the show. Like Once a day we're doing like a Black History, uh, like today in Black History. Mm-hmm. And um, we are, uh, what's, what's crazy to me is that like, I don't know why, and again, I'm I'm progressive, so this is coming from a progressive person's mouth. But I feel like the acceptance of 
homosexuality was very quick. Like in this, in the sense of like, it wasn't okay. It wasn't okay. It wasn't okay. It wasn't okay. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, it's fine. You know, like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Now we accept you and it's cool (laughs) with race stuff. And I'm not even just talking about black, white, I'm just talking about race stuff. It just seems to linger. And it's just, I don't, again, it really hasn't. This is one thing I had to learn during all the racial stuff that happened. I actually watched a great documentary over the weekend called Baltimore rising. Um, but here in 2015, very similar situation to the, um, Oh, what was the guy's name this last summer? Why can't I think of it now? George Floyd. George Floyd. Uh-huh. Uh, it, was, it was very similar. Uh, six cops arrested this guy named, um, um, I'm so bad with names right now. Freddie Gray and oh, Freddie yeah, Gray. I remember that. Yeah. And, uh, it very similar situation. He died and being transported. Um, and then the whole thing was, you know, was it police brutality and, uh, right. just all, all the cops were acquitted. Spoiler alert. Uh, it's yeah. five year old news now, six year old yeah. news. So, uh, but here the city had a really hard time with that because it, you know, obviously there's a lot of, racial cop racials I mean, anywhere throughout the country. But this is kind of like where, well, I mean, no shit. You can say it forever. Look at Rodney King, you oh, know, yeah. oh, I mean, yeah. this is, this has been happening for years and years and it years. Has. It's like, it just kind of pops up and then kind of <laughs> calms back down until it has to pop up once again, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it just made me realize that like, I just can't wait. And I think honestly, this is what I'm, I'm hopeful. I feel like the younger generation is doing so much better at it, you know? Like I feel like the teenagers right now yes. are much more accepting. I hope it stays that way. I hope a society doesn't change yes. that. I remember I saw a pretty cool – and you'll see these every day. Sometimes they're memes. Sometimes they're videos of you know black and white kids or Asian and, and, and Hispanic kids or whatever and just, just playing and loving each other and not right. having – not seeing color and stuff like that, right? Right. Um, and then I, uh, I don't know. I don't know though. I don't understand. I don't know how long it's going to be. I know. Because to be honest with you, it's still. I mean, it's still happening to this day. It's been hundreds of years. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's so. Sad. But it's still happening. It's not like yeah. I mean, oh, it's yeah. not like it's not happening. No, it is happening. I mean, it's still it's still happening everywhere, yes, every city, is. every every state, every. I mean, it's still happening, and it sometimes it's in in our forefront, and sometimes it's not in our forefront. Sometimes it's happening behind the scenes, behind closed doors, but it's happening. Yes, it is. And I mean, the first thing that has to happen is we have to be truly equal. We truly have to be equal and accept each other, as he says, instead of our differences, to realize that we're all unique, complex human beings. Right. Um, yeah. You know, what a, what a wonderful day that will be. It will not happen know. in my lifetime, I know, but maybe yours. It was another time that I had to catch sense. myself recently. I was telling Jess this today. I forget what we were talking about. Something, I may have been during the black history thing, maybe with the mic went off and I just mentioned that, you know, I still, I still catch myself in moments where I'm, I'm not as open-minded as I should be. The last time that I can remember like point blank being like, this feels weird was it was at Disneyland. It was during one of the remote broadcasts and I had taken, taken a girl um, who had a kid uh, with me and we went to go see the, um, uh, the Disney um, stage show of frozen. Oh yeah. And I, during that, I, uh, the mom uh, in the stage show was black and everybody else was white. Mm -hmm. And like that just struck me as like, she's not supposed to be black. 
Mm. You know, like, and then I'm like, wait, why? Why does it matter? Like, why is it? I don't know, because it, in the movie it's depicted as she's white, but like that really, it, it was like a moment for me of like, wait, mm-hmm. this isn't, this isn't right. Uh, over the weekend, what? But then you, that's like the time you have to like check yourself. That's right. like where like exactly. you have to start saying like, why do I feel like she should be this? That's like, right. Why, why shouldn't she be black? Right. And then I'm like, well, if you want to get technical, uh, Elsa doesn't look like she's of mixed race, but I don't care. Maybe she's adopted. Okay. Just go with it here. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, So, uh, but it's moments like that. I I still, I mean, I consider myself to be a pretty open-minded person. I still got to check myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, I, what was I going to say? Something else. Uh, 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 I don't remember. But anyway. Well, uh, speaking of being adopted, I mean, families look different now too. Well, yeah, totally. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's so great that. It's, you know, uh, people are adopting children of other races and and gay people can adopt children or, you know, have a surrogate or whatever. I mean, it really is. It's wonderful. But like normalizing all this and not feeling, you know, and that's where I still have to check myself mm-hmm. as progressive as I am and open minded yeah. as I am and all that. I mean, I still like, wait, that doesn't seem normal. You I know? know. Oh, so. oh, yeah. I think all of us white folks do that, honey. I know I do. Yeah, yeah, but it's like that's that's where the change comes from. That's when it becomes like a normal thing, right? And I don't know if it's going to happen in our generation. I don't know, but I know that I want to try. Like I want to try my best, you know, to be a part of it and to just really work on. When we say equality, that that means coming not just equal rights, which is super important, but like Mm. seeing it as like a. I shouldn't have to stop in the middle of a stupid stage performance of Frozen and be like, this seems weird. Uh-huh. The mother is, shouldn't be black in this situation, you know? So it's not even a black thing. She could have been Hispanic. The fact that it wasn't just this white family on the stage, you know, it's just so. Yeah. Anyway, that's the day it changes. That's when it changes. Yes, so, all right. And, some, and someone recently I read said, um, you know, that hate is taught. Hate is not born. Hate is taught. And they right. said, my two-year-old hates one thing, naps. yep yep and that's That's so true too it is taught everything else is taught that's right yes okay ask my mom in a couple seconds and is this the first warning sign in their relationship that things are heading south or is she overthinking it let's get into this here in just a couple of minutes i'll ask my mom how was your dinner last night mom oh it was delicious yeah we had the um well jim had the Cranberry jam, pork tenderloin. I'm I'm not sure that's the right thing, but anyway, it was a cranberry sauce um, that was made with chicken stock and ginger and rosemary and um, cranberry jam. It was really yummy. He had that over pork tenderloin that was delicious. Yeah, and it came with mashed potatoes and green beans, um, which I ate the mashed potatoes and the green beans, and it was. Yummy, yummy. Good. Jim, yeah, my Jim love the tenderloin. My mom is uh, she's just taking the first step, and like a lot of people in this podcast have, and making meal time a whole lot easier, less stressful. Right? We're just trying to make our lives easier, and now we've done it. And this week, we're actually giving away free food, like completely free food. So I want you to listen to this. We're talking about HelloFresh. HelloFresh 
is uh, a meal prep service where you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients, mouth-watering seasonal uh, recipes delivered right to your house, and it's less than actually going to the grocery store. It's easy, it's fun, it's affordable. If you love cooking but you hate all the stuff that comes with it, going to the grocery store and all that, this really is America's number one meal kit. And it's honestly eating healthier. If that's your new thing in 2021, it's easier than ever. Low-carb options, smart uh, smart carb options. Uh, I'm sorry, carb-smart options, not smart carb, but carb-smart <laughs> options. Uh, vegetarian, pescatarian options every single week. And no matter what you choose, every single recipe is fresh. You got fresh produce sourced directly from farmers. Now, if you're like, well, how do I get free food out of this? Go to HelloFresh.com slash Boy 10 and use the code Boy 10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That is 10 free meals that we're giving to you including the free shipping. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Boy 10 and use the code Boy 10 for 10 free meals. Go try it out. A lot of people on this podcast listen to this podcast have tried it and love it. It makes life so much easier and it's cheaper than the grocery store. Also, I highly want to recommend this. This is a lifesaver for me. When they Before they signed on, I was like, I want to see what this is all about. I'm so happy that I did. I switched over to this thing called Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, honestly, is the easiest way you can save money this year because your wireless bill is wildly overpriced. Mint Mobile uses the same towers you're already using for cell phone service, but your plans start at just $15 a month. Yeah, it really does. And if if you're like, well, how does that happen? Like, how can it use the same technology, but I am not getting, I'm not being charged astronomical amounts, right? Because like right now, my plan is $15 a month. My same... I, when I was with a, a larger, I'm not going to put them on blast, but when I was on a larger cell phone service, it was $75. Same thing. Same thing. So you're like, where's the savings? Well, they're not paying for traditional cost of retail. So they're not paying for these buildings that you see you drive by every day and never go in. Uh, there is no, there's no, it's everything's online. It's all completely digital, but that goes back to you. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile will cover you with their seven day money back guarantee. I'm telling you, if you're looking for ways to save money, your cell phone bill is astronomically expensive. Get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Get, uh, and get it shipped to your door for free, by the way. Go to Mint, M-I-N-T, mintmobile.com slash mama's boy. That's mintmobile.com slash mama's boy. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash mama's boy. All right. uh, We're going to get to ask my mom in a second. Hi, certified fans. Thank you so much for what you do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Certified fans, in case you're like, what is that? That is a, if you are a, um, a supporter of this podcast and financially, I mean, we appreciate you being here listening. And then for those that can take it to the next level and donate $5 a month, we just, we super appreciate that. And by the way, we're going to have a sale. This shouldn't deter you from buying merch this week, but um, (laughs) we are going to have a sale next week. Oh. on merch and for example there will be a bigger sale for certified fans than it will be for everybody else mm-hmm. so it's just little things you get like that uh typically if we have a new certified fan we will give you a whoop whoop um and <laughs> i was i was thinking this is this is a while ago but i was laughing in my head a couple months ago when you know when i moved to san diego we lost we lost some certified fans i'm like that sucks i was like we uh we should do a boo when you leave and you get publicly oh. shamed <laughs> oh, no um no I, it, it, listen if you support this podcast for one month i even that alone is it's Thank you for the um, for your support. It means yes. a lot. So, Mom, give me a number. We'll go back and we'll thank one of our our longstanding certified fans, people that support our show. Okay, and we're doing your angel number two 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 twenty two. That is oh, it's Michelle P. I know Michelle. Okay, 
Michelle has been a certified fan since she is number 222. And she has been a certified fan since uh, July the 20th. She lives in Escondido, and she is a lovely person, and I like her a lot. Uh-huh. And uh, so is thank you so single? much. Uh, she is not. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> she, that'd, be, that'd be trippy. How'd y'all meet? Well, she was a certified fan. So My angel number came up, yep. and it was her. And okay. I matched it with with that. Okay. Uh, but here, uh, Michelle, thank you so much for, for being here. And here is your bonus whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, Michelle. Wow. That's loud. Um, we, oh, sorry. We'd love to give you a, a whoop, whoop tomorrow. So become a certified fan today. Just text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And we'd love to uh, have you support our podcast. Also, really quick, don't forget to vote for Podcast Magazine. I'm going to try to remind you at least once or twice a week because we – can't get caught slipping again here at the mm-hmm. beginning of March. We'll see how we did for podcast magazine for the month, but that voting for that one's closed. But now we got to start doing this for April. It's just a nonstop beast. <laughs> so go ahead and, and if you would just vote today, I'll remind you later on this week too, by texting the word vote V O T E to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. And I will happily send you over a, uh, a link to vote for our podcast. It takes all of 30 seconds to get it done. So thank you for doing that. Okay. Ask my mom in advice segment we do twice a week. And this one actually, I got, I just got this one right before I sat down today. Um, if you, two things, if you want to be on the segment, you can just email me that guy Kramer at gmail.com, or you can just DM me at that guy Kramer. Um, and uh, we'll get you on here. And what really makes the segment come alive, and the reason we do is it's almost like crowdsourcing. It's like, who's been in a situation like this and what's your feedback? So our phone number 888-Kramer8 if you uh, I've got some advice. Okay, mom, let's get it going. Okay. This one is Kramer. Here's a topic for tomorrow's podcast. I've been married for 11 years and I was caught up in the conversation last week about what couples do to celebrate Valentine's Day. I realized that it's typically me that puts together everything for Valentine's Day, not him. Typically, I was okay with that, but after the conversation last week, I realized maybe I wasn't. I wanted to see if I didn't say anything to him when he planned anything. Yesterday came and went, and not a word. This made me feel bad. Now I am in my head that does he just not care? I know every couple says they start to see the warning signs, but is a missed Hallmark holiday one? Ask your mom that for me. Okay. Yeah. Mom? I say no. <laughs> I say no. I, say- I mean, to be fair, uh, well, how did, how did, you know, we were talking yesterday and on our, our little catch up show that you guys hadn't really done much of anything. Right. Um, did, how, did, did you end up celebrating at all? Did he, did dad say anything to you or what's, what happened? And yeah, so after dinner last night, I gave him his Valentine's Day card and he was very touched by it. And then I gave him a chocolate bar and I gave myself a chocolate bar and he goes, well, thank you, honey. And we gave each other a kiss and that was it. <laughs> 48, 48 years later. 49, yes. Valentine's Day again. I was talking to uh, to Miss Pam, who is my therapist on BetterHelp, and right before we, I had a therapy session like an hour before we started, uh, and she said the same. She's been married for thirty seven. Well, she got married the year I was born, oh. so she got married in nineteen eighty three. Yeah, and uh, she was just saying, she's like, "Yep, we had, okay, we had cards for each other, and that was it." <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right." After that many years, I bet. Uh, I mean, is it a? I mean, here's the thing, I. 
I, I'm a little worried about it only because it's pretty hard to miss the fact that it's Valentine's Day. Yes. And I think at the end of the day, even if you don't celebrate it, you know, you don't do all this stuff, you know, and presents and gifts and all that. I, I genuinely wonder if they don't mention anything, like it doesn't even come up. Mm-hmm. Is that a problem? I mean, that, that almost seems, because you could easily just say happy Valentine's Day, move yeah, on. Exactly. So that part does kind of concern me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I think I think she's right when she says there, there's like pivotal moments. And I don't think you know these moments until you look back, right? Yeah. I don't know in the moment, like I look back on my road to divorce, if you will. And I don't know that I, like certain things that would have happened that I'm like, oh, wait. Like, for example, I remember one in hindsight was like when she started coming home from work and I was like, how was your day? And she didn't really want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like she had nothing to say. I was like, okay, this is a sign of us like disconnecting, right? Mm-hmm. So could it be? I mean, I don't think it's a huge red flag. I don't think this is something you need to, you know, yeah. get divorce papers signed today over. And I think but, if you treat I mean, well the other three hundred and fifty one days of the year, then you know, don't get upset by it. But doesn't mention it. Like doesn't even mention it's Valentine's Day. That's uh, again. I. It's one of those things. I think you put in the back of your brain. I always used to say that. Like it's just you, you file it away. You file it away. You say, hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then you just you, if you get a, if you start to get a lot of the, well, mm, that's interesting. That's when you got to start to kind of investigate it, right? Well, that might be true. Yes. Um, like if a birthday rolls around and he's like, oh my gosh, I really forget. You know, like know. Because, like can't forget is he birthday. just not. But at the end of the day, like, it's Valentine's Day. Right. And I, I don't care. I don't care your feelings on it. No yeah. one, no, like, like it's, it's not, that's, it's, it's not that serious. Right. At the end of the day, I would say out of all the holidays, if you ask me, it's like, it's like the least serious yes. because it's not even like a real thing. You know, yes. it's, nobody born, nobody died. Nobody's <laughs> life changed on Valentine's Day. You know, um, I would say it's, it's, it's kind of like, uh, well, even, even, um, Thanksgiving has some, I'm not Thanksgiving, sorry, but um, Halloween has some spiritual, I mean, not spirit, but religious background to it. I mean, Halloween, I mean, uh, Valentine's Day is just Valentine's Day, right? I mean, I know there's St. Valentine, but but that that day is not like monumental, is it? For Like, what the hell is Valentine's Day? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, what honestly, what I don't is, know. It's, um, you know, it's called St. Valentine's Day or the Feast of St. Valentine. We're going to um, learn right now because y'all over here sweating over something you don't even know what it's about. Damn it. Yeah. You know, like, come over here. Okay. Here we go. Here's the history of Valentine's Day, just so you know what you're losing sleep over here on. And let's see if this is worth it or not. Valentine's Day, also called St. Valentine's Day, February 14th, is when lovers express their affection with greetings and gifts. Given their similarities, it has been suggested, suggested that the holiday has the origins in the Roman festival of Lupercalia, which was held in mid-February. The festival, which celebrated the coming of spring, included fertility rate. Uh, Right, sorry, fertility rights and the pairing off of women with men by lottery. At the end of the fifth century, Pope somebody uh, forbid the celebration of this Lupercalia, and is sometimes attributed to replacing it with Saint Valentine's Day. But the true origin of the holiday is vague at best. Okay, so like it's not even a thing. Okay, <laughs> it's not. Nobody knows. Well, nobody you, knows. You 
it is from a, a religious standpoint? Sure. The ancient Romans may also be responsible for the name of our modern day of love. Emperor Claudius II executed two men, both named Valentine, on February 14th of different years in the 3rd century AD. Their martyrdom was honored by the Catholic Church with the celebration of St. Valentine's Day. Nobody cares. There you have it. That's a pretty (laughs) dark start. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, it's not like a real thing. It's exactly. real. I mean, it's truly not. Oh. It's not. Yeah. So I don't, I wouldn't try to get too wrapped up if your Valentine's day didn't go the way you expected it to, but the fact that it wasn't even mentioned. Yeah. I think it's hard to avoid the fact that it is Valentine's day. It's hard uh, to go anywhere, turn on anything, log into anything and not be like, Oh, it's Valentine's day. So, right. I say file it away. Anybody else, though, like, I don't know if anybody's been in a situation, or maybe, like, if you've got some signs that things are starting to go south, 888-Kramer8, and we'll go on that with calls this week. All right, Mom, that's it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. I freaking love BetterHelp. I do. I just had a great session. I am super thankful. I'm so thankful for BetterHelp, and I I'm, I want, really do want to encourage you to go check it out. If you've been sitting there saying, I'm apprehensive about therapy or you know you need to make a change or you know there's something that's bothering you I really hope you'll go talk it out with a therapist if it's you know if it's better help or not I hope that you will get help but if you are dealing with things like depression or stress or anxiety relationships sleeping trauma anger family conflicts LGBT matters grief self-esteem just a few they're specialized. These licensed professional counselors that you talk to in BetterHelp, they are specialized in any of those. And that's the cool thing. By the way, if you're like, well, how do I find the right one for me? It's almost like online dating. You go on there and within uh, – you take this like intake survey, I guess you would call it, and it will line you up with the best counselor. I love Miss Pam. I would hang out with Miss Pam just outside of the, outside of BetterHelp. I want to I, – I, she got my money every month. I pay for BetterHelp, y'all. I don't – I mean at first it was free. I mean completely honest with you. It was a free thing for me to try so I could talk about it. But I love it so much that I stay on a paid member. I hope you will be too to go check it out for yourself. I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. Let's talk about love for a second. Um, there is a – this is the good news, by the way. We do this at the end of the show in case you're new. Uh, there's a woman in Texas who lost her wedding ring in Chicago nearly 50 years ago. She finally has it back 50 years later. Her name is Karen, and that's a hard time to be a Karen, by the way. It's, her name's Karen, and her family, they were in Chicago visiting her grandmother back in 1973. And as she was getting her three kids into the car, her wedding ring flew off her finger, which, how does that happen? And landed in the snow. And they searched for it, and immediately, they, you know, they're trying to find it. And then, again, after the snow melted, never found the ring. So Karen and her husband had matching wedding bands engraved with their initials and their wedding date on the inside. And that's ultimately what helped her get it back. 
There was a guy that posted on Facebook that he had lost his wedding ring in Chicago snow, and one of his friends commented that she had found wedding rings while gardening years before. Another stranger saw the post and tagged the local Ridge Historical Society to see if they could help. So the group then searched through ancestry websites, newspaper archives, real estate records for the house where the ring was found, eventually tracking down uh, Karen's grandfather and then her. They mailed it to her and said she was waiting until Valentine's Day, which was yesterday, uh, two days ago now, to open up the package containing her long-lost wedding ring. I don't know if her husband passed away or not. I don't know if he was still around, but it's a cute story, right? Never give up. Jimmy Mack style on that one. Um, are y'all, do I do too many dog stories or do you like the dog stories? Because I always, if I ever see a dog story, feel good story, I always want to bring that to you. It's an animal shelter over in Alabama that came up with this perfect, get it? Per, okay. Way to, for potential pet owners to find their ideal match. Lee County Humane Society in Auburn has created the Love Unleashed speed dating event to help people find the pet of their dreams in a fun way. This is cool. Caitlin Newell, who is the program's assistant over the Lee County Humane Society, said they made this matchmaking quiz for people to fill out, and then they look through the answers and select the pets that best fit the lives and the environments. So people are, are then given the 45 minute or 45 minutes time slot to interact with the shelter pets. It's like speed dating. And if you like them, obviously you take it. To make the love connection and boost um, adoptions, Newell is creating these dating profiles, quote-unquote dating profiles, for some of the uh, animals available and then listing their personality, their likes or dislikes, and more. She explains, we're really just hoping it can give some of these animals that have not been looked at a more closely a chance. Wait, have been looked at at more closely. What the hell? Most podcasts edit this out, not me. We're just really hoping it can give some of these animals that haven't been looked at more closely a chance. I don't think she said that right, but that's fine. Um, so it's really cute. And if you want to go see the pictures of what they put together, just go down the show notes and, and click on that. That's not right, is it? We're just really hoping it can give some of these animals that haven't been looked at more closely Looked at more closely. Okay, okay, okay. That's uh, it is the presenter's fault. Let's try this again. We're really, we're just really hoping it can give some of these animals that haven't been looked at more closely a chance. <laughs> okay, it's Monday, man. All right, made me laugh talking about wedding rings. I I can tell you a really quick funny wedding ring story. I don't know if it's funny, but I remember that I was so nervous, and maybe this is my first sign. That my marriage wasn't going to be great, but I um, was as I was purchased. I was I literally started sweating. I was sweating when I purchased my wedding ring for my ex-wife. Now, now that that a sign? That's a sign, right? That has to be. Uh, our made me laugh today comes from Drew Barth, and like those commercials that we see for wedding rings, they're they're literally made for us. Listen. I know a lot of people feel pressure to get married. We didn't really feel much pressure. The only pressure I actually felt was when I actually went to go shop for the engagement ring, because uh, I'd never been engagement ring shopping before. The last time I even got a little bit close, I ended up getting in a fight with a girl I was dating. Uh, it was not even over buying the jewelry. It was just a jewelry commercial we saw on TV. We were in kind of that weird sort of where's this going kind of place, and then we were sitting on the couch watching TV, and one of those De Beers diamond commercials came on, and it used to end with, the diamond is forever. 
And the girl I was dating looked over at me and she was like, you know what Diamond is forever. I was like, I know. So is styrofoam, actually. <laughs> Why are you crying? Hold on a second. I'm just saying, it's a lot cheaper and then you'd never lose your ring in the pool. Think about that. Just be like a boat keychain or just float. I don't I feel so sorry for guys when I see some of these jewelry commercials because I know that they're targeted just towards guys and not towards women. They're commercials that come on like during a football game and a guy's like, oh, that, oh that, that must be what she wants. I'll get, I'll get her one of those. That open heart, whale tail necklace thing that Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman is selling. I don't know. I'll, I don't know if it's a keychain or what, but I'll bet she'd like it. Huh? The Pandora bracelet the, with the little charms on it where there's a woman at the party. You can tell so much about my life by looking at my bracelet. <laughs> Look at this, see? You can tell I've been to Paris. Here's the Eiffel Tower. And I like horses, because there's a horse here. And here's a bottle of wine, because I'm bad at forming interpersonal relationships. <laughs> I mean, styrofoam would work. Be cheaper. Not as... I would say, environmentally sound. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening today. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate I really do. I, I mean, I hope that comes across in this podcast. I, ugh, I don't know what I do without this podcast, honestly. I just not to get sad at the end, but I do. I mean, I genuinely love coming on here and just connecting with you. So thanks for letting me share my life and thanks for sharing yours. And that's what we do here on the show. All right. I love you so much. See you tomorrow for a uh, moment in Kramer history. That's right. Okay. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.